Welcome everybody to the A-Game Podcast, back at it with another one. Today, it's another interview. Obviously, we haven't been doing this recently, but I'm so happy to have my cousin, who also happens to be a collegiate golfer, Cooper Grosshart, on the pod. How you doing, Coop? Very good. How are you, Aiden? I'm good. I'm good. good Yeah, absolutely. So, um, obviously known Coop my whole life since we're cousins. Um, Just a blessing to have him on. So, super stoked to talk about everything that has to do with golf. A lot of people don't realize the preparation that goes into this sport. All the stuff that it entails. So, I'm really excited to break it all down. Uh, First thing I want to ask you, Coop. Obviously, starting as a kid, you got into this sport. I was into golf at a young age, but not as extreme. But what separated golf from the other sports in your perspective and what drew you to it? Yeah, for me, golf was always, well, I always played baseball. I was really into baseball until until I was like 13, played with you growing up. And then I kind of realized like I would play a good game and we would lose or I'd play a bad game and we'd win as a team. And I, I don't know, I didn't like that part of baseball and every team sport pretty much. So golf was kind of like a little more individual, you know, it's all on you. And if you play well, then you play well. If you play bad, then you play bad. It's like, it's pretty much all up to yourself to like what your success is. So that's what I liked about golf and pretty um, individual practice too, which I miss being a part of a team, but I would say that's the main thing that attracted me to golf more than other sports. Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the pressure and all that can be placed on yourself, which is in some ways a good thing because excuses for losing in a tournament can only be put on you. Um, You know, obviously playing throughout my life, I completely understand what you're saying about, oh, if I don't have the best game, you know, it might not even impact winning or losing. So that's also what separates the mental aspect of golf from other sports. And I kind of want to dive into that. When you started playing obviously this whole mental side of golf is such a big deal i see it in headlines i see it at young ages can you just break down to me like what your mental um, startup was as far as golf goes and kind of where it is now how has your um, mental progressed in this really hard game yeah so i mean golf it's tough to really keep the same mindset throughout the round because it's so long, you know, you're out there for five hours. Um, and there's so much time between shots that you can kind of easily get lose focus. Um, but I would say my, like the mental side of my game has definitely improved a lot over the last say like two, three years, just from playing in tournaments and kind of getting tournaments under my belt. Um, you know, playing, bad in tournaments kind of helps a lot with expectations definitely and um you know it's just kind of gaining experience and going taking positives and negatives from every tournament and going from there and trying to improve those parts of your mental game yeah absolutely take me through what this competition looks like at these tournaments because i feel like the stiffer the competition, the better your mental also increases because you know you're playing with the best of the best. When did you start diving into uh, these you know, PGA type of events or when did that all start for you? When did you decide to go into the competitive aspect of golf? Yeah, I mean, pretty much right from the start, I wanted to compete with golf. Um, that's just kind of like what I like to do is put my game up against other people's games and see how it holds up. 
And there's kind of, I would say, three different tournaments that I play in. There's junior tournaments, which are like playing with other younger kids around my same school level. Um, and really, I'm expecting to do well in those and con- contend and try to win those. And then there's amateur tournaments, which are a little tougher. You're playing against other college college players. Um, and really those, you know, if you play well, you'll contend for me. But it's kind of just seeing where my game is compared to other college golfers and other golfers at that level. And then there's also... Um, kind of more professional events, which I don't play in that many, but like I just played in a U.S. Open qualifier, which right. is technically a professional tournament. Yeah, and I mean that's like the top top players um, from the area and the state, pretty much. So it's interesting um, seeing kind of how my mindset changes from those tournaments. But I definitely think it's a good thing to kind of adjust based on um, the circumstances of the tournament. Yeah, I think the competition at every level is obviously, you know, drastically different, but playing the best of the best can only prepare you better for for when you play somebody worse. I feel in any case, um, that is the case. So that's definitely great. Um, Yeah, for sure. Through first tee, I know you were selected to go to Pebble, um, you know, last year. And obviously you had that hole in one there during the practice round and all that buildup. Can you just talk to me about like what first tees meant to you as a kid and where it's got you now and then also maybe talk about that experience at pebble with all those pros. yeah yeah for sure um first i started first tee when i was like five or six so i've been doing it pretty much ever since i started golf and it started out honestly i didn't i didn't love golf at first but first i just kept doing first tee because it was something to do another like um sport to do in the winter for me and then i just got to the point where I loved it and I think first tee was kind of what got me to that point and basically throughout the years um, I went from like being you know younger being taught and then once I reached like maybe 12 or 13 I started kind of teaching the younger kids and taking them out on the course kind of showing them how how to play a little bit and little course management like tricks and stuff like that and I've been doing that, um, yeah, since I was probably 12 or 13. So that that's definitely been a rewarding experience for me, just being able to teach. Like, you learn a lot being able to teach people um, golf, honestly, more than being taught in some ways. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, First Tee also has a ton of these tournaments that you can sign up for. And luckily I got into – the one they have at Pebble Beach. It was last September, 2022 September. And luckily I got into that, which is pretty cool. You basically get paired with another another golf professional, like a professional golfer on the Champions Tour, which is basically the PGA Tour for 50, 50 and up yeah. golfers. And yeah, I in the practice round at Pebble, first time playing Pebble, you step up to hole seven, which is like, one of the more iconic holes on Pebble, the ocean right behind, tiny par three. It's a really short hole, but I was just like thinking, don't hit it in the ocean, just hit it <laughs> on the green. And yeah. Somehow I hit like a perfect shot. <laughs> it went in. I didn't even see it go in, but spun, landed like 10 feet past the hole, spun back, went in. And Vijay Singh, who's like a pretty famous golfer, he oh, yeah. won the Masters. 
he was there on the next tee box and he saw it going and he was like hold on, hold on. so that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah it was pretty surreal honestly like i still honestly today i can't really believe it still happened like yeah it's kind of just one of those things where it's like god how did that happen yeah all, all the time i there's like these defining moments that athletes have at a young age that make them realize like maybe i can do this thing you know maybe this isn't so far-fetched of being a pro or going to the next level and i feel like for you that that definitely is one of those things when you get in an, an acknowledgement from a pro that's so you know big on the tour um, yeah definitely yeah so pretty cool that's awesome um, looking forward, obviously you just concluded your senior season at slow. Um, you're going to go to Cal state East Bay. Are there any aspirations to, you know, playing in the PGA? I mean, obviously I think that's your goal, but you know, what does the next 10 years look like for Cooper Grosser? Yeah. So I'm going to play in college in August. Um, and yeah, as of now, for sure, my goal, and it's been my goal for a while now, but is to be on the PJ tour and ideally be like, you know, it sounds far fetched, but the best golfer in the world. Um, I mean, that's like my goal. Um, yeah. but it's hard to look like too far in the future just cause I mean, I'll be at college for four years most likely. And that's a long time and kind of just have to take advantage of that time to improve, um, as a golfer and mature as a person too, which definitely helps, um, as far as going professional in golf and yeah, it's kind of like one step at a, one step at a time. We'll go to college and basically just practice as hard as I can, try to get as good as I can at golf. And then towards the end of college, I'll kind of like reassess and see where my game is and what, what I should do to go pro because there's so many different paths to the PJ tour for sure. So many different tours out there. And basically wherever I am at that point is where I'll decide, um, how I want to go forward from there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, looking one thing I want to focus on, I feel like so many viewers are so interested into the day by day life of an athlete. And I think that gets overlooked in the golf realm of like what preparation looks like for a tournament or what preparation looks like for a practice round. If you were to talk about, you know, what is a, a day by day look into your life as a golfer, what would that look like? Yeah. So as a golfer, I think it's interesting because it changes a lot based on how close you are to a tournament. If let's say you have a tournament in a month, your practice is going to be very different than if your tournament starts tomorrow. So if it's far in advance from a tournament, you're working on more mechanical stuff, you're working on your swing, um, less like feel shots, I guess you would say. Um, But then as the tournament approaches, and this is how I'd say most golfers do it, um, professional and at all levels, basically, um, they, as soon as the tournament gets closer, they start practicing less on the range and more, actually just playing golf on the course and practicing mental shots, just kind of less mechanical stuff and more on the feel side of golf, which is probably one of the things most people get wrong about golf is it's not, you're not practicing all on the range. It's a lot. You actually learn a lot more practicing out on the course and kind of figuring stuff out as you go out there. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, so last question. I want to dive into what got you here. Like if you were to think back and think, why did I start playing golf? And what were my motivations when I started? Who would you credit that to if there's an individual or multiple? And how did that shape like who you are today as a person, like on the golf course and off? I know it's a loaded question, but Mm -hmm. whatever you got there. Yeah, if I had to choose an individual, I'd probably choose my dad just because he he's the one that introduced me to golf. And, you know, he doesn't golf a ton, but he's the one that first kind of got me into golf. And then from there, it was really kind of just my own interest was there was no one really pushing me to, you know, practice golf all the time. But I just loved it so much that I kept doing it. And, yeah, I think throughout the years, it's kind of helped me um, off the golf course just it's a big, you know, I get mad out on the golf course a lot and I get mad in, in real life too, <laughs> but yeah, I think it helps a lot with like golf is kind of a microcosm of life in a way. Mm. There's, you know, like managing expectations. A lot of the things within golf are kind of reflected in, in life. And I think that's kind of overall helped me, um, in my life um, from when I started golf is like, it's pretty cool to see the growth on and off the golf course um, from a mental standpoint. Yeah, definitely. I think just it being so, so uh, mental dependent. I mean, we see the same thing in baseball with guys. Like when you hit three out of 10 times, you're an all-star, like that's crazy. And when Mm -hmm. in golf, you know, there's so many great golfers, but there's so many that are like, you know, trying to get to that level. It's just such a hard sport, so much precision. And um, it's just amazing that that's really like shaped who you are. Um, I'm, it's just a pleasure having you on. Um, I really like appreciate getting like a new perspective. I know it's my cousin. I already know a lot of this, but giving the viewers a new perspective is super special because from a public perspective, I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like golf gets very overshadowed you know, from a, from a public eye with not a lot of, you know, peaking interest in the sport. If you're just viewing it from an, as an outsider, you're not going to realize all that goes into it. Um, so I really appreciate that perspective and and I thank you. So if you have anything, I mean, golf is a very, I mean, I don't blame people for saying golf is a boring sport, but (laughs) I think, I don't know. I'm interested in I guess more, less on honestly on the golf side, less less on the golf side, and more kind of on just the seeing growth through practice. That's kind of what my obsession is, and golf is just kind of how I express that, and it's the easiest way for me to express that. So, yeah, that's, that's why amazing. I love it so much. Yeah, that's amazing, and like you said, having it be like a simulation of life. Uh, I feel like. I talked about this on my last podcast, but in all sports, there's so many things that are just deeper than the game. It really is. It's like, this is a great example of how life goes and the ups and the downs, like the trials and tribulations, all of it. Um, yeah. And, and it's amazing. So I want to thank Coop for, for coming on the pod. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me yeah. on. It's a blast. Yeah. It was phenomenal. I uh, had a really good time. We'll definitely be checking in. <laughs> Uh, once again, once we're both in college and hopefully you're on the oh, yeah. tour and uh, I'm I'm at the top too. So we'll see what happens. But yep. want to thank all, all the right. viewers for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Tons of content on the way. Merch drop coming soon as well. Uh, hopefully going to be dropping the new pod on Sunday. 
Obviously, I had the part one earlier this week, but I want to thank you all for everything. Thank you all. Have a great rest of your week. Peace.